Lafon and Jesse Deneen here, members of the band Thunder Asunder. Just so happens that all three of us live together, have a good time now and then, and we're going to sit down and have a talk and find out a little bit more about the band, the men, and the mystery. So, Ross, Jesse, how's it going? Pretty good. Good. Thanks for having us in oh. our apartment. <laughs> well, thanks for coming down to my room. <laughs> it was a long walk down the hall. You're lucky. You're a lucky man. I am to have this room at the end of the, in the home next to the kitchen. So the sweet spot, thunder is thunder. We're actually in the house that you guys practice in, right? That's right. Truth in Ross's bedroom. Correct. Mm. How do you feel about playing in there? I think it's a cozy spot. It's annoying having my drums in the corner of the room, but it's doable and still enjoyable nonetheless. It's convenient, isn't it? Yeah. Most of all, convenient. We just sort of drag my keyboards in from my room. Power squid. Yes, and the power squid. <laughs> the power of the squid in the palm of your hand. Is that what it says on the box? <laughs> That's what I would have written on the box <laughs> if I had made it. <laughs> uh, yeah. so, you, so does living literally next to each other, does it help with the music? I think, well, we lived a half mile from each other before, so it's not a huge difference, but... I don't um, think it makes a difference at all, considering that our we don't have a practice schedule whatsoever, and <laughs> uh, we haven't practiced in the past what five months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it works out really well for us because it's the most convenient practicing could ever be, unless you were the only person in the band. <laughs> so it's just you come home, and you're like, "Hey, you want to play?" And then, assuming the other person agrees, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, if I come home, you mean every six months you think, hey, we should really play those songs and we'll forget them. <laughs> but it, it doesn't seem to... Well, you guys played the other night and it, it sounded pretty good, and that was the first time in a couple months, right? Yeah, I mean... We seem to have a knack for writing these weirdo songs and committing them to memory, and somehow memorizing them for years and years. So with The Wedge... Was that one of the those weirdo songs that you just kind of came up with on the spot and memorized for years and years? Was it? What's the, what's the story behind it? Um, well, I would say, first of all, that all of our songs are all the are all weirdo songs that we come up with on the spot and memorize for years and years to come. How did we come up with this, the, the Yeah, title it was probably the same. Like, some, some of them come title first, like, 
We should try and see what the Sahara sounds like, but a futuristic metropolis in the Sahara. And then we'll try and write a song that sounds like whatever the hell that means. <laughs> and then sometimes we'll just be like jamming out and come up with something goofy or run with like, you know, a little ditty that we think is interesting or annoying or both. And then at the end we're like, man, that song was really like, that was, that was a juicy one. That was a big juice. We name a song The Big Juice. Or like, this one's like, I think we came up with the idea of the, naming a song The Wedge for some reason. Like, we tr- we're trying to have a good time at practice and we're just running with a bunch of jokes. More, probably joking more than playing. Like, talking most of the time. And then we get obsessed with one. We're like, yeah, it's The Wedge. So we'll write a song and be like, well, that must have been it. Yeah, pretty sure that was The Wedge. I feel wedged. So it's like, you know, you know, you just know what it's going to happen, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it makes more sense sometimes than others, but... I mean, didn't you feel uncomfortable when you listened to The Wedge? Like, you weren't <laughs> stuck in a tight spot? It was a very harrowing adventure, listening to it, yes. Yes, like, I was stuck. I was wedged in somewhere I didn't want to be. Fuck you. <laughs> what? No, just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Anything goes here on Demo Mirror, what I'm most... <laughs> Demo yeah. uncensored. I just couldn't remember what harrowing meant, so I felt intimidated. <laughs> I said ancillary and harrowing, so... I lashed out. Man. Anyway, I'll use basic vocabulary from here on out. Oh, good. <laughs> so with the wedge, it has that kind of main driving keyboard part in it, and then it's got the kind of... Um, does it have, Was this the one that has the breakdown in it? Or is that a different one? That's bam, a different bam, one. Bam, bam, bam. Okay. This one stays in a steady rate throughout. This one reminds me of more of like, I don't know, maybe some sort of Mega Man level or something, which is awesome. Do you get that kind of feeling from it, or is it, it's just more, like not video game related, more just... Yeah, it's like one of our only songs that I'm playing two keyboards at the same time, not doing the same thing. So, as much as we can have a harmony and a melody, as much as we ever have, this song has it, I think. So it's got that, it sounds like two instruments playing at the same time, whereas most of the other songs are just sort of like drums, me doing something annoying on the keyboard. This is more like a song, a traditional sort of song. As close as will it come, I think, <laughs> to traditional. <laughs> this is it, folks. Enjoy it while it lasts for a minute and ten seconds. <laughs> so it's like Mega Man in that sense only. No, I- <laughs> Okay. I, no, I mean, I see what you mean, but... And so when you when you go when you went to record this demo, how long ago was it? It's probably like ten months. When we recorded the wedge, yeah, it's like August. Well, no, because we played a show in August and we recorded the song before the show. I'm not so sure we did. <laughs> well, we premiered the wedge at a show in our own basement. Yeah, and it was well received, if I do say so. Oh, certainly. And you guys are a bunch of pompous assholes. <laughs> <laughs> You're a pompous asshole. <laughs> Where's Magicola, damn it? <laughs> You're stuck with me for now. <laughs> well, okay, maybe... I'll fight you, Tony. Maybe. You got bad cop and you got bad cop. <laughs> Paul cop. Paul cop. <laughs> Paul cop's gonna... I'd like to hear Thunder is Thunder do a Paul cop theme song. Done. Consider it done. <laughs> Five months from now, you're gonna be in for a treat. <laughs> Paul cop. Could you explain Paul cop to the audience? Uh, well, imagine this man named Paul, and imagine there's a police force, specifically one officer, who is the Paul cop, dedicated to putting an end to Paul. 
and he tracks him down and hunts him and chases him and is always out there to get him. And Paul, Paul's just Paul. He doesn't know what's going on, and he's always being chased and tormented by this officer. And he can't reason with him because the officer is apparently psychotic. And what would the what would the Paul Cobb theme song sound like right now? Give it to me. Okay, synth and drums. <laughs> And then the way all of our songs end. You're welcome. That was wonderful. (laughs) You can thank us later. Yeah, I'll thank you later when I'm (laughs) retching in the toilet. No, I'm kidding. I'll be standing outside the bathroom listening. (laughs) Oh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the question was about the wedge when we recorded it. Um, Well, if if you were going to record that Paul Cop song, would you you use the? How would you do it? How did you record the wedge? We set up my old, crappy, tiny, cheap microphone to my computer, and we just play. And yeah, it's like an early '90s web chat microphone. Yeah, like no- as big as a thumbnail. It came with like a Velcro like dock where you stick it to the side of your monitor or something, which we've since lost. <laughs> Don't so. know what you're talking about there. Now you're just making things up. It's an old <laughs> microphone. It's, it's no good at all. But it somehow records in decent enough quality for us to actually record with at all. I like the demo. It sounds good. It really does. I mean, what do you think about fancy microphones like that one or this one? Who needs them? This is out of our league, isn't it? Possibly. I think they're worth the investment, but... This would be an insult to real musicians if we use these. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nobody would... Nobody would like that. So when you say real musicians, what what are you? Paul Cops. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't take yourself seriously? Absolutely not. But that doesn't mean I'm not proud of what we do. It, uh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun, certainly. But really, when we sit down to write a song, it's just, hey, let's do this. Now let's do that. Now let's do this. And then hopefully we remember it, which helps when we... Re- it's helped by recording, and then next time around, when we play it, we're like, all right, it sounds pretty good together, like that. And it's just an amalgamation of strange ideas. There's a, I think there's an intuitive skill in how well we pull it off, though. Like, It's an abbreviated version of what more skilled musicians do. Sure. I think, honestly, like... We sit down and we're like, oh, let's throw these two stupid things together. And we come up with like a, an actually somewhat interesting song that I would sit down and listen to because it's cool. Like, I like our songs. They're fun. Don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you like Rossifon leaves the room. <laughs> what secrets does Thunder Asunder have? What are you keeping from each other? I have a shrunken head in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Every few months I burn to the ground and then replace your drum set. That's not cool. <laughs> it's an expensive secret. Do you want to have an opportunity to talk no, about No, no, no. You're a dick for that. <laughs> That's why expensive secret. Now that could be an album name. Don't be ridiculous, Tony. <laughs> now, you guys just have the MySpace. You don't have any CDs or anything, do you? Uh, that's true. That's kind of an intentional move, right? We can pretend that's like an interesting thing we've done on purpose. 
not anymore. <laughs> but you guys have been playing forever because what was before this? Exploding Neck? Exploding Neck Syndrome. Yes. With, with Luke Perez on bass and vocals. <laughs> Thank the Lord. <laughs> There's that, no room for him in Thunder Thunder. No. It's kind of a, a different take on the idea of zany music. Zany music, huh? I think that sums it up nicely. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the fun and the zaniness shine through. That was like our caveman period. Then Thunder Thunder was the wheel. Yes. Yeah, like synthesizer was the wheel. <laughs> we programmed it and we were like, oh, this is interesting. But then we reinvented the wheel, as they say. I'm using that completely incorrectly. <laughs> so the wedge is you on a wheel. The wedge is the gin cotton. The cotton gin. <laughs> the wedge is the cotton gin machine. The, just the blueprint of it, though. Where do you see Thunder Thunder going after, after this? We should make a time machine next. <laughs> yes, I definitely see us next making a time machine. <laughs> we are that's brilliant inventors. Move. That's next for Thunder is Thunder. You might have thought it was actually releasing a demo, but in fact it's a time machine. Far surpassing all expectations. You're welcome in advance from the future. <laughs> Maybe that's why you guys are so good, because you've had control over time, and you can practice infinitely. I do have the sands in my control. <laughs> I do have the sands in my control. Wait a minute. That's not what I said. <laughs> no, that's not how it goes. Sirs, you have no idea. It's like, I, I, I didn't do a backflip and land in a pit of spikes. Wait a second. That's not, <laughs> that's not how it happened. We should try and answer some real questions about the songs, though, so Matt has something to work with. <laughs> Otherwise, he's just going del- to delete all of this. <laughs> Matt, do you think this is all legit or not? Sands of Time. Yeah, whatever that means. Delete. <laughs> <laughs> if he takes that out, I'm going to have reason to wreck his face. <laughs> um, um, okay, let's get back on track. Okay. Whatever that might be. Jesse, take over for me. Jesse, on the spot. On the spot, Jesse. Uh, so, what are your thoughts on... That's the bed. Stop not, the bed. E- not either of us. <laughs> We're both lying on a bed right now, seductively. Yes. Barely garbed. <laughs> Tony Ever s- told us to put clothes on, but we refused. It's in your more natural state. It's a hot room. He put blankets on the walls, for crying out loud. It was a cold wall. Well, now it's a hot room. <laughs> that was that's for recording, which we're doing right now. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you for. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for preparing your room for this recording. It's not really for this recording, but thank yeah, you for sure. doing so much just for the sole purpose of this recording. <laughs> it's very thoughtful of you. Hey, it's no problem. I'm sure Matt Jat Cola would thank you greatly. <laughs> Delicious. It's hard to keep you guys focused. <laughs> <laughs> Science uh, book. If, <laughs> crocodile, crocodile, in the window, spaceship, ow! So have you, have you thought about, you, you used to have a, another member to Thunder is Thunder, is this correct? We've had a few, actually. We have had quite a few, surprisingly. Who's gone through the through the ranks? Uh, started with Luke. Yep. Jane Shank was in the band for some period of time. For like 0.5 seconds. Yeah, she, she was supposed to... I gave her a keyboard to borrow to practice our songs, 
and she left it in her locker at school. This was a while ago. Yeah. Didn't even bring it to practice. So we took her to court in the woods and we did court you put, in the you woods. put her on trial for yeah, this. Yes. In the woods. I want to be very clear about that. This was court in the woods and kicked her out, essentially, Yeah, for being that terrible. She was actually probably the only musician to ever be in the band. (laughs) (laughs) But we kicked her out because that's just making us look bad. Um, How did you get her to come out in the woods with you? (laughs) Come on, Tony, if you have to ask. I know, I know. We lure girls into the woods all the time. Uh, Tim Glover played bass for us for a little while. Yeah. We also had Jesse Kelly on vocals for a short while. And Ben played bass. Yes. Ben Meddy played bass for a little bit. He played one... Tim Glover played one show with us, and at the end of the show told us he had to quit. (laughs) And then Ben played one show with us, and shortly after told us he had to quit. (laughs) I don't get it, because our shows are our most successful points, I feel like. (laughs) Maybe... Maybe we should relook at shows. <laughs> what are we doing wrong as we far need- as other musicians go? <laughs> nah, probably nothing. We need to talk to Tim and Ben again. <laughs> Ask them what their problem we was. Need, we need two bassists, so we'll get both Tim and Ben to come back at the same time. Yeah, double the bass. I think it was the, the high More point. More bass. <laughs> the high point of when we played with Ben was when a friend of ours brought a girlfriend who was just covering her ears the whole time we played. We do enjoy causing the audience listening to our music to try to stop listening to our music. Do you usually elicit that response from them, or is it more... It really depends on where we're playing. We've played with hardcore bands, and all the fans are very serious about why they're at the show, and aren't too excited to see us play. But then again, a band from, what was it, like New Jersey or something? When we played in West Brookfield three or four years ago, a bunch of kids like knew our our old dinosaur song. Oh, I remember that. That doesn't even have synthesizer in it. It's that old in the history of Thunder Thunder. <laughs> and they like demanded we play this song. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, like they were excited for us to play that. It was weird. Dinosaur was like our hit single back in the day. <laughs> It was at, Dinosaur was actually an old Exploding Neck Syndrome song back when we had Luke Perez in our band and everything. And there's just something that's goofy and catchy and fun about it that people seem to enjoy. So it was awesome. So people don't enjoy your new music? Not at all. How's the response been to, to The Curve, for example? Has any, has anyone the Curve? Even, has anyone even heard That's it? That's a great idea for a new song title. <laughs> oh, The Curve. What the fuck is The, the cur- Curve? The Curve? The Wedge. What is The Wedge? The Curve? The Wedge. <laughs> You're asking. I'm a horrible host. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think you're the best. I'm host. actually pretty bored you're with this interview. You're inspiring the artist uh, right Tony. now. <laughs> what response has the curve elicited? Well, we haven't written it yet, um, but so far it's pretty well received. <laughs> it's been greatly received. Of of all the songs we've never written, that one's been received the best. I think. Absolutely, no doubt about it. It's probably our best to be song. <laughs> As for the wedge, however. Well, we've only played that live once, and everyone in our basement liked it, but then again, they're in our house, so they can't be rude. It's true. Thank you, everybody. Where were you, Tony, by the way, during that show? I was on tour with the Binars. Uh-oh. <laughs> you and Matt Jat Colo having a good old time. <laughs> yes, we were. Playing real music. Like, real musicians. <laughs> it's important to get... If there's one message our band puts across... Just say it! It's that Ross says sup. <laughs> <laughs> everyone needs to know Ross says sup. Hi, everybody. <laughs> is there anything else you need to add beyond Ross says so? I mean, that's the essence, really. Yeah, that's pretty much the end-all, be-all. That's a good message. I think that's a, an empowering message for everybody to hear. What's What's left to talk about about Thunder Asunder? We covered our lackadaisical songwriting process, naming 
Some of the shows we've played. I thought it was Inspirations. Inspirations. Video games and other goofy bands. Sum it up neatly. Video games and goofy bands. Like you like Melt Banana a lot. Yeah. Do you draw inspiration from them? What are your inspirations? (laughs) No one. (laughs) Completely original. (laughs) Do you guys even listen to other music at all? (laughs) What's music? Oh, you mean like... We're making art here, Tony? You mean like when you're in an elevator and that weird sound comes on to occupy your ears while you're ascending or descending? Yes, that's what most people refer to as music. God, I love that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> Maybe someday they'll play Thunder Thunder in, in an elevator. I would hope so. What floor would they go to? 120. They... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even finish. <laughs> Did you know he was going to say that? I think we've had a good No, I don't idea. think so. No? More? <laughs> <laughs> what, do you want this to end or something? This ain't going to end. It's been going on for too long. <laughs> That's what most people say about Thunder Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> this has lasted far too long. <laughs> Years later, here we are. Yeah, well, it's never going to end, folks. We're just going to keep doing it. We have a box set coming out. We should talk about that. Oh, yeah, we do have the giant CD release. Let's see. One CD is all the songs. Yeah. Another is what? Acapella versions. Yeah. Then there's one that's just the drums. Sure, why not? (laughs) And one that's just synthesizer parts. Yep. Then there's the, uh, the... D- the DVD with the, all the videos. <laughs> the DVD. <laughs> the DVD. You yeah. have the dance that you that you do. <laughs> yeah, right. There's got to be, you know, live performances of all the regrettable things we've done. <laughs> Playing on baby strollers. <laughs> yeah. Yep. What? No, that was a classic move. That wasn't Thunder Asunder. That was one of my old bands. You did it at Andrew Hall like a year ago. Was it, did I do that for Thunder Asunder show? A baby stroller? I remember. I don't remember. I think that was that might have been Camp Keep the Quiet. I think it might have been. In any case, it was a good move. MacGyver would be proud. Yes. And who... Improvisation at its best. It's where T.A. shines. And then some. What are the most fun parts of Thunder is Thunder? Um, well, there's the fact that when we play shows and whatnot, in between um, you basically getting prepared for songs by tweaking your knobs and whatnot on your keyboards, we have the that short amount of time to... Um, do whatever we want. <laughs> and sometimes it involves us beatboxing like like fools or me telling bizarre stories to the audience mm. and things of that nature. So, stories like what? I don't think I've heard you do a story. Well, like I intend to read Nate Osworth blog entries to the audience in the future. That's something I haven't done yet, but I fully want to do. I think there's a lot of potential there for, you know, performance pieces. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's weird that you would read someone else's blog entries that you have no connection to. Well, if it's a well-written blog, then why not get it out there? (laughs) Fair enough. By the way, uh, myspace.com slash Nate Osworth, O-S-W-O-R-T-H. Check it out, folks. He's a bear, for crying out loud, So you've done that between songs, and you've run on the wall between songs. (laughs) Probably. And you've pretended to be a wizard. I mean, you've declared that you are a wizard. Yeah, I've made it known. You need to have your own microphone at the shows, Ross, behind the drums. Apparently. You want to start singing? Yeah, why not? Yeah, let, that, you know, you guys do something that no other band that's been on the show does, and you guys live together. And we already talked about it, but... <laughs> we can do it again. I think it's, uh, I think it's special. Take two. 
Let's start over. So, so welcome to Demo. Square Mirror. one. <laughs> welcome to Demo Mirror. I'm Can I be the host stuff. this time? I want to host. <laughs> We're gonna do round robin. Round <laughs> Tony is the drummer in Demo in Thunder Thunder. <laughs> I think we're on to something here. Anyway, okay, so um, so here we are with uh, another episode of Demo Mirror. I'm your host, Ross Afant. Yeah. And I'm here with Thunder Asunder, consisting of Tony Vecchi on drums and Jesse J. Dog Deneen on synthesizer. So, um, let's see. You guys, you're kind of in the out there, left field of the music scene and whatnot. How would you describe your songwriting process? Tony, you well, got this. I'm still learning how to play the drums. <laughs> But um, I think I figured out how to set up my hi-hat. <laughs> I'm feeling good about that. That's a big step forward for us. Yeah, I almost have all my drums together. <laughs> you can borrow some of mine. Yeah, so Thunder Thunder's great. Poetry. Is there anything else? Do you guys want to say anything else while the mic's in front of you? Anything. anything. Chicky boom, chicky boom. <laughs> Thanks, Matt, for having us on Demo Mirror. On behalf of Magicola, I will say thank you and goodbye. Bye, everybody. <laughs>